Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hello, Paddle and Fin Nation. Uh, Matt Gibson here, uh, fishing for noobs. While Sean is gone, I've been asked to do a uh, step in and do a, a guest uh, uh, hosting here. Wanted to talk today about BFS, and uh, one of the guys from Indiana here uh, is, is probably the most knowledgeable that I know of. It, he's been uh, really uh, working on it. You know, he, he's done some really, really cool stuff with it here locally, and he's really dialed into it. So, uh, like I said, I'm I'm stepping in for for Sean. Those are some big shoes to fill, man. He's he's an awesome host. I, I really uh, love his show. Love this show. Um, so hope to do a little justice here. And uh, uh, while Sean's gone, and can't wait uh, to get him back. So uh, with that, I will bring on Mister Justin Kibbett. Hey, Justin, how's it going, man? Hey, man, how you doing? Doing all right. Glad to hear. Glad to hear. Thanks. Are- Things have been well on this side. Good, good. You want to do a kind of an intro of, of who you are, uh, kind of what you do, and and kind of your involvement with kayak fishing? Yeah, sure, man. So I, uh, I'm i here in Indianapolis here, central Indiana, and, and been fishing the uh, kayak tournament stuff for quite some time now. Indiana kayak anglers, uh, grassroots bass shacking, Southern Indiana Kayak Angler Club and doing some of the national trails as well and, and really kind of got into kayak bass fishing back in 2009. But um been fishing all my life, man. Really, since that, is since I was a kid, you know. I can remember yeah. the first bass at four years old. Oh, that's awesome. You yeah, know? once that bug gets you, man, it's 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 tied to you. So It is. Um, so, yeah, like I said, uh, you know, with BFS, I, I think you're probably – uh, one of the most knowledgeable out there uh, on it. I know you've been messing around and, and really refining that, uh, that, that technique. So, I mean, first question for me is what is BFS? So bait finesse system, that's what BFS stands for. You know, it's, it's a, essentially it's a, a way to take some of the lightest lures that are out on the market. Um, you know, widely available from multiple, you know, from Walmart to some of our well-known web pages and stuff that, that we get our tackle from and cast that on a bait casting reel and rod. Um, essentially, that's what the, the real basic information, you know, on that is. It's a technique that's derived in Japan, became well-known over in Japan as well, and it, it's made its way to stateside. Um, but you know, most of us grew up doing 
finesse type fishing, fishing small lures, fishing ponds and things like that too. Yeah. So, you know, when you, when you get out there and you try it, it kind of brings back those memories and those good times of fishing little, little baits like the old rebel crawdad, you know, yeah. casting and reeling and catching fish and catching a little bit of everything, you know? Yes. And, it's funny what when you said that. I mean, my mind immediately went to the beetle spin and how many times I've thrown a beetle spin, or 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 like you said, the the rebel crawl, the small poppers, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so it's a great way to get out there and do stuff like that with a bait casting rod and reel. Gotcha. That up versus say like a spinning rod or a push button or something like that. You know. Gotcha. Um, so kind of you know what's your uh, I guess let's go through kind of uh, uh, rod reel line choice things like that. Uh, so, so what are what are your favorites there? Okay, so for bait finesse fishing, um, for me, I really like it for bass fishing. Okay, I, mean, I, I do I do fish for everything. If it bites, I'm you know I'm happy, right? But primarily mm -hmm. my focus is bass fishing. So bait finesse can be pretty broad and get into trout fishing and things like that as well. Yeah. So I'm going to specifically talk about, you know, bass fishing and how I use that for myself. Um, BFS reels. That's the, you know, when you're out looking and you're looking for BFS setups, you want to look for a reel that's specifically designed for bait finesse system. Most of them have the BFS logo or something like that on them, but you're really that two pound to eight pound line kind of range is what you're looking for. I like to settle right in the middle with six pound, seven pound diameter line, um, anywhere from six and a half foot to like a seven foot, seven foot one rod, ultra lights, medium light, fast action, uh, even like maybe an extra fast action, depending on what I'm doing out there on the water. And, you know, those two things really combine together, really uh, for me, is a great way to get out there and catch those smallmouth bass, mm -hmm. which, you know, we all catch a bunch of 12 inches, no matter what we're fishing with, yeah. but with BFS, it makes it that much more fun. And then when that bigger fish does show up too, like that 18, 19, possibly 20 inch fish, yeah, that setup can really handle that, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. It seems like most, you know, I was kind of looking around today a little bit cause I know very little about this technique, honestly. Um, so like looking at reels, it looks like there's a lot of reel manufacturers offering, uh, BFS now. Uh, I feel like at first and, 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 you know, obviously fill in, uh, feel free to, uh, to jump in here, but it feels like, um, Shimano, uh, and was one of the first ones to, to have a dedicated reel. Uh, that seems like it's a favorite reel uh, of BFSers. Is that, is that so stateside? Yeah. Stateside, you know, Shimano was one of the first to really, introduce a reel in the states you know it's the shimano Corrado bfs reel and i you know that'd be one of the first reels for anybody that's wanting to get into the uh bfs category of fishing and has the money for that you'll hear me say many times that is the reel to go to it's an excellent reel yeah um there have some other companies that have entered the market as well here in the u.s and especially like this last icast mm -hmm. Lots of BFS reels hit the market from different manufacturers, you know, not just Shimano or Daiwa, yeah. but there's some other manufacturers like Arc that's got a reel out there called a Gravity um, that's dedicated to BF fishing. 
Cass King's got one and stuff now too. Actually, they got a couple now. But uh, yeah, Shimano's really got it nailed down in that category, and that's because they've been in that market right. for a long time overseas, as well as Daiwa too. So yeah, yeah, it's interesting too because you know some of those manufacturers you just talked about. It, it's kind of interesting to me. You kind of have all different price ranges, though. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. from Cass King all the way up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's it's not one of those techniques that it sounds like you need a you need to go out and spend a tremendous amount of money when you're when you're starting uh, out with it. So that's that's always a uh, a good thing too. Right, that's a plus. It sure is. So there's a lot of um, reels. There's a lot of people that like to go to say AliExpress, mm-hmm. or TMU, and they buy reels and stuff there that are BFS style reels. And, you know, those get in the price range of 30 to $50. And there's yeah. actually some pretty good ones out there in that price range. Really? Um, yeah. One that comes to mind is the Acura, A-C-U-R-A. It's like $35 on sale. And it's an excellent reel. It's got a nice drag. It's got a nice clicker drag system in it and stuff, too. Oh. And it, it really meets those BFS kind of all-purpose reels, you know. Um, but then, yeah, Shimano comes in kind of that mid-range point with their mm-hmm. Corrado, but they make an auto bearing all the way up to a Calcutta. So if you wanted to spend that <laughs> dollar on a, on a reel, you, yeah. know, you could buy a Calcutta as well and, and do that for sure. Oh, that's awesome. And then, you know, with your rod, uh, uh, I think I know which one you're using. Uh, it's one that you've had uh, some, some large input uh, on. Mm-hmm. And uh, you want to tell us a little bit about that rod? Yeah, I sure can. So, uh, last year around this time, um, I partnered up with, with Yak Rods and did some research and some development and a lot of testing on what uh, what they call their wide BFS rod. Um, it's something that, you know, we had three or four different iterations of that rod before we came to the conclusion on this particular one. And it's a six foot eight rod, um, ultralight, fast action. You know, the, the pound line is like four, four to eight pound. You yeah. can do two pound as well. So that four to eight pound line and um, one sixteenth ounce to a quarter ounce. So you can okay. get up to a little bit of weight on that rod. Yeah. And really the reel makes the difference as well. If you want to go to a lighter lure, because you can go down to one thirty seconds, something like that as well. And cast depending on the reel. It's got a lot yeah. to do with the reel and it will handle that just fine too. Um, it's a split grip rod and, and yak rods is known for, having rods dedicated to kayak fishermen. So they have their uh, tether system, balanced butt section that's on the end of the rod, and it uses microwave air guides as well. So it's a it's a light rod, feels really good in the hand, easy to cast, and it's truly an all-purpose rod, which is what I was wanting to work with them on and, and develop And uh, versus something that's super ultralight for yeah. rural little bitty lures or small lures like for trout fishing. And then – you know, you can go too far and be completely out of what's bait finesse. You know? Right. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, last year, uh, I think it was the raccoon tournament uh, here in Indiana. Uh, you let me uh, kind of mess around with it there in the parking lot. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, my first impression of it was, and it was the first BFS rod I, I'd ever held. In my mind, I thought it was going to be like a very ultra light, style of, of rod and, and have mm-hmm. that bend to it and and have that feel to it and, and i have to say i mean it it's got a little backbone to it, it uh, which uh which like i said it kind of surprised me especially with the size of the, the lures and, and things like that 
Yeah, so a lot of those uh, ultralight uh, whippy glass rods that fit in that BFS category, again, that's, you know, some of those are down like four and a half foot long. You know, there's designed for small streams, small trout, things like that. But being a bass fisherman and, you know, knowing that Yak Rods kind of focuses on the kayak fishermen, kayak tournaments, that's not what I envision or nor the day. We wanted to make sure we had something that a tournament angler could go out and use yeah. and be successful with. And again, you know, if you get that four or five pound bass on there, you can, you know, take your time and work that fish and get it in your kayak and net it with no problems. So that's what a lot of the thought was behind the development of that rod. And uh, and I can happily tell you it's it's a great rod for that reason. Yeah. yeah. And it, it takes my abuse. And trust me, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, us kayak fishermen are, are kind of hard on just everything, just all around motors. I mean, everything we're, we're pretty hard on. So. Right. So, and that's a big thing for me because I, you know, yeah. like I did this started in 2009. I used to drag a kayak off the side of a hill and drop it 10 feet <laughs> yeah. fishing. So, I've kind of still got a lot of that mentality with when it comes to kayaks and equipment. And absolutely, that rod can take that abuse and keep on going. That's where a lot of rods can't, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, that's, great. that's not, great. You know, not to put all the focus on yak rods. There are some other rods out there that are really good rods. Um, Dobbins makes a nice rod as well in the seven-foot category. They're a Sierra Series rod. Um, Shimano's got some BFS rods now that you can find. Um, two, you know, one of the lower Shimano Sensolite is okay. one you can find at times for like $35. It's a 24-ton carbon rod. Excellent rod and a bait casting model for BFS, you know. So it's really if you go out here and look around, you can find a nice range of price points and stuff too, you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, you know, I, I was at a fishing show know, a few few weeks ago now, and and I noticed that cash in is you know they're coming out with one. Uh, I take it and not and maybe you know, uh, Mega Bass has a few. I you know I don't know. If that's if that's just now coming to America or, or, or what's going on, the, the cash and rods they got two BFS rods. They've been out now for I want to say about two and a half, three years. Okay, I've actually used both of those rods and no complaints with those rods. Yeah, um, you know they got that nice carbon fiber reel seats and stuff on there, and they're a light rod. And again, for a bass fisherman or somebody fishing out of a bass boat or something like that, they really. They really nailed it with that rod as well. Um, what I, the only thing I will say about it is maybe you can't get down into some of the lighter, smaller mm. bait. And, and, you know, we'll talk about that later and why yeah. I find that very important uh, with their particular rods, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, there's a couple other, like Jinko. Jinko makes a – they had some really good crappie fishing rods, and they've turned those into some really nice BFS rods. Oh, that's great. You know. Yeah, so you, you know we've been kind of talking all around it here. Uh, so what are what are some of the baits that you throw, and, and kind of uh, if you give some advice to somebody that wants in to to get into this technique, kind of what baits would you recommend them starting with? Okay, so it's really uh, say it's really what you're comfortable with as far as fishing as a, as a fisherman. What are you comfortable with? Whether that's plastics, moving baits, spinner baits, top water. Because BFS now, especially after this year, really you can find lures and product 
in any category that you like. So for instance, I, I know somebody that loves, loves, loves throwing the uh, micro chatterbait on the BFS rod and absolutely catches them. Yeah. And not just small, but 18, 19 inch bass using a BFS rod. You know, I, I know somebody that does that. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com You know, and um, so if that's your thing, right? So then at the same time, like if you like plastics, like the Z-Man products, the TRD products, the, you know, the Ned heads and stuff like that, like you can really do that with a BFS rod if that's something you enjoy. And even for me personally, like I like to step it down even smaller than the traditional three inch Ned. They got their micro TRDs out now that are uh, two inches with a micro shrooms head. I'm telling you, it's a lot of fun to get out <laughs> of the river and go fishing with that in a BFS rod in a tournament situation. Uh-huh. I have caught keepers and put them on the board that's made it all day long, 16, 17 inch fish on. I don't know if you can see how small that is. Yeah. You know, but that's super, super small stuff. And there's an example of like the, uh, the micro TRDs. Those are two yeah. inches long and something like that. You know, if you're a money conscious person, like Aussie man stuff, you can put that on there and catch 30, 40 fish yeah. on that. And you don't have to worry about it. Um, I throw jerk baits a lot. I like to throw moving baits. So I, I throw a lot of jerk baits. Um, Mega Bass has got their whole series now of BFS lineup, and they're expanding on it. Some of it's lures they already had, but they're finally they're putting like the BFS stamp on it now. But they got their, um, you know, like a <clears throat> this is a eighty size jerk bait, okay, which is great on a BFS rod. So when you're trying to match that hatch and get into that size, if you're a jerk bait kind of person, like that's the bait to use you can really get into that with that um but they make a pop max a pop x you know mega bass does they make the the griffin and the bfs baits um i and i saw just just today looking at the bass pro magazine uh 
they came out with uh, Strike King came out with the Bitsy. Okay, yeah. Bits, yeah. They came out with a whole lineup of Bitsy titled products that are fit that BFS category. So they got a popper. They got a like a, a walking bait now. They got a tube that fits the Bitsy category, um, a little crankbait and a little jerkbait, you know, because it, it is getting bigger. Yeah. You know, BFS is really kind of becoming known here in the U.S. more and more. So a lot of companies are trying to take advantage of that. Um, yeah, man, I'll have to check that all out. Year, you know, you know, I caught, man, I can't tell you how many hundreds of bass I've caught on the Bitsy Bug uh, jig. I mean, that mm -hmm. is like, that's like an Indiana staple, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I know you're a big crankbait person. So, yeah. you know, a, uh, like here, like you got the Fritz side. Yep. The 1.5 like size, you know, or 50 millimeter something like that, it's a little square bill, like that right there, that catches all the smallies, you know, at the right time of year in the right place, and the BFS rod is excellent for that. It, you know, it does a really good job for that. Um, but there's, it's, it's really whatever you would like to do now in the United States now, if it, whatever your strength is, you can find that in BFS and downsize into that. You know, the big thing is matching the hatch. That's what's most important. And that's to me, that's where BFS comes in in tournaments because sometimes, you know, a big bait, big swim baits are the key for big fish. Sometimes not so much. They're looking at real small stuff depending on what's available to them, you know? Yeah. And you know, you think like here in Indiana and in the Midwest in general, and honestly, quite honestly, everywhere now, uh, you know, fishing is, is really grown and, and that's great for the sport. I love it. I love seeing people getting out and fishing. Um, but also there's a lot of pressured water out there. Uh, right. Uh, you know, anytime, anytime, I feel like anytime there's, there's a lot of pressure on fish, if you downsize, uh, you can, get, you can definitely pick up some, some bites. Is that kind of where, uh, kind of what you look for when you're throwing a, you know, kind of pressured waters or, or I guess what, what kind of conditions too are you looking at? So I'm, I'm usually, um, I, when I get on the water, I like to, to look at what's going on the day of, you know. So I'm really looking at the environment, what's going on around me, whether that's a lake or river, whatever that is, even at the boat ramp. I'm, I'm the one that's staring at the water trying to see, do I see some activity, some movement, something like that, right? That's that's who I am. Uh, am I behind somebody and let's say a tournament fishing or fishing with a friend on the water and they're, they're using a, you know, a half-ounce jig and they're getting – bites but maybe not a lot of bites or something like that or you know i'm just out there trying to have fun but i try to let the conditions always dictate what i'm doing um i i do have more than one bfs rod usually with me most time i at a minimum i have two uh so i'm looking you know if it's cloudy a little bit of rain or something like that you know I'm, maybe i'm throwing a something a moving bait of some kind you know a little bit of flash or something to it and that could be a spinner bait or whatever but um you know, like a Cinco, I I have personally gone, you know, a five-inch Cinco, and I've seen people catch fish with it and catch them on the lake in and around me. But then I go to a three-inch Cinco wacky rig and catch fish right behind them yeah. or fish, they you know, in and around doing the exact same thing with a three-inch Cinco, right? So it's just kind of giving the fish something different maybe they haven't seen, whether that's because it's smaller or it's just matching what they're eating, whatever, whatever that is at that time, you know? Yeah. 
um, so like, I, I guess that brings up a really good point too. You know, when I think about downsizing, I think about like Ned rig stuff like that. Like, uh, you, you know, I think that you're really playing a numbers game. Is that kind of kind of the thought process you have throwing this technique? Are you trying to get numbers? Uh, you've mentioned some size as well, but is it really a numbers game for you? Is that what you're? I'm fishing. It's all about numbers. It's yeah. all about numbers. You know, competitive fishing. I'm looking still for the biggest fish. I'm still approaching areas with the same mentality as if I'm going to throw this little micro TRD over there, I'm looking to catch the biggest fish that's under that dock or whatever that is, you know? So, um, and usually do, you know, yeah. it's, it's not uncommon for me to catch 17 or 18 inch bass. Um, but there's also a lot of smaller fish that come with that. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a great show me bait. A great way to do it to do that. And what I mean by that is to fish under a dock and pull an eight incher out and see an 18 swim out behind it, looking at the same thing mm-hmm. and follow up with it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that kind of situation too, but BF fishing, just like other styles of fishing, there's times it just doesn't work. <laughs> no matter what you do, it just yeah. doesn't work. And, and it's a bigger bait profile that you're wanting to use to get, five bites for the day right right and because it's just not going to work on a smaller profile but it's also a numbers fish so i mean if it's something you know a lot of people say well i'm going to go to a trd or a shaky head or a cinco because i got four fish three fish last hour of the day and i need two more i'll probably grab a bfs rod and go re-hit some of those areas um maybe where I caught a fish earlier in the day or something or missed one and follow up with a BFS rod, you know, just to try to go for that 12, 13 incher. Gotcha. Again, gotcha. it doesn't yeah. include bigger fish. It, it doesn't at all. Yeah. 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 Right. What, what percentage would you say that, you know, on average that you use BFS in, in a year? I mean, are you using that 50% of the time? Do you use it every time you go out? Oh, it's, it's always with me. Yeah, okay. it's it's all year long. Um, yeah, it it, it hasn't say so to speak replaced a spinning rod, mm-hmm. but in a lot of ways I do some of the same thing, same things with a BFS rod, a drop shot. We talked about the TRD stuff, you know, small jerk baits and small top waters, things like that. But but um, for me, the BFS it's. I like to have a lot of control, not that you can't have control with a spinning rod and things like that, but I like that immediate, when you engage a bait casting reel, you know, you're feeling what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. I like that. So I like that immediate control. I like the accuracy that I personally have with a bait casting setup over some, you know, a spinning rod or something like that. Um, and then at the same time, most of your BFS reels, like the Corrado BFS, have higher gear ratios. So you're talking like that seven, seven, one, eight, eight, three, one, something like that, depending on the real manufacturer. So you have the ability to take up line faster for bigger fish. That's when it, it really comes into play for those bigger fish. Like you, you know, that bait casting reel, they pick up that little bait and they're moving or coming at you. You're taking up that line a lot faster than you are a lot of times with a spinning reel, which is yeah. me, you know. 
Right. Yeah. And, and I, I, you, you know, with those, with those reels, the BFS reels I've seen, they have a, uh, uh, the, the uh, spool on them. Uh, the, you know, they're, they don't hold a whole lot of line. Mm-hmm. Is that, I'll give you two examples of two two reels. One we talked about here. So I don't know how well we're going to be able to see these here today. But, like, this is the Corrado BFS. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard to see, I know. But what you're looking at in there, that spool, this is really what makes a BFS reel a BFS reel. So it's a larger diameter spool. Holds a little bit less line on it than the other reels out there, other bait casting reels. Um like this particular real eight pound line, it holds 50 yards of that, but it's going to have a shallow uh, spool in it in here. So that allows the line to spool off the reel when you cast, which equals being able to cast a smaller lure uh, further and easier with a bait cast reel. That's what makes it. So this particular reel, you know, it's got a wider spool in it than a lot of the other reels out there on the market. Um, Another popular reel is like the, the Daiwa Geekabijan is what they call it. And I know it's super hard to see, so sorry about my lighting. But when you look in there at the inside of that, it, the spool is actually um, narrower on the inside. So an eight-pound line, it holds about 30, 35 yards. But the benefit of a reel like this is super small lures, super small baits, you know, this is the one you want to go with. If, if you're throwing that 136 ounce bait most of the time, trout fishing or something, mm-hmm. going to throw it, you know, almost all the line that it holds, you'll see the spool on the inside because it will cast something that small, that easy. That yeah. You know, um, I, I like this reel. It's excellent reel. But when it comes to bass fishing, Again, I don't like casting all the way to the end of the spool, <laughs> yeah. the bottom. But for small, tight quarters, trout fishing, like this is the way to go. Uh, so that's you know that's where I always come back to the like the Corrado reel because it does hold more line and it's a little bit wider. You know, you can retie several times, things like that throughout the day, and you can turn around and cast a uh, like a one sixteenth ounce, fifty yards. It, yeah. it, with ease it's, there's no effort into doing that you know gotcha so that's your big differences with reels and things too um is that spool diameter on the inside the spool width and how much line it holds uh how big it is in there that determines kind of like how small of a lure versus how big of a lure you can cast and the reason why a lot of guys will, will replace that spool is because they want to cast smaller. Okay. Or for bass fishing and, and things out of a kayak, you know, the Corrado, the way it comes, there's there's no reason to make an adjustment to that reel. There's yeah. not at all. It's ready to go. Yeah. You know, if you wanted to get smaller, then you might want to think. When I say smaller, I'm talking like super, super small stuff, you know. Gotcha. What kind of, I mean, what, what's the drag like on, on, on those reels? So a lot of times um, they are about eight pound max a lot okay. of times. But if you're doing that and you're locking it down, you you got to think more in the mindset of like a, like a spinning reel. Yeah. You know, you want it where you can 
grab and pull and you can hear that little bit of drag, right? Yeah. The same same mindset you need to have with a BFS um, reel because, you're again, you're fishing with smaller lures. Some of those are light wire hooks. You don't want to bend them out or anything like that. Um, not all BFS reels come with a clicker drag. Okay. But I'll, I'll refer to the Corrado because it's the most e easily available in the U.S., yeah. It does have a clipper drag, and it's a lot of fun hearing that drag <laughs> zip, kind of like a spinning reel. Like you hear, yeah. it, you know, it's a lot of fun. I, yeah. I've caught you know ten and fifteen pound catfish, BFS fishing, and just listening to that drag yeah. zip is a lot of fun. You know, yeah. I've caught freshwater drum doing it. You know, out there and, and listening to it, or you know, any, a fifteen inch smallmouth, sixteen inch smallmouth. I mean, it just turns into a lot of fun. And you hear that drag start clicking and stuff on these reels. It, it kind of gives you the same feeling as like a spinning rod. You know, you can tell almost immediately, like, that's a good fish mm -hmm. versus, you know, that's another 12 inch or something, right? Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I really like having the clicker drag. Uh, again, not all BFS reels come with a clicker drag, but uh, a lot of them do, so. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What so you said what six pound test is your kind of your go-to? Yeah, six, seven pound, uh yeah. fluorocarbon monofilament. Um and then I do braid most of the time as okay. my backing. Yeah. Braid the leader. So, you know, for my braid, I'm looking at that uh two to four pound, sometimes six pound diameter mon you know, as compared to monofilament fluoro mm -hmm. braid line, which is usually like 10 or 12 pound braid is kind of the equivalent to that. So I'll put the braid on there and then I'll have my leader of six, seven or eight pound. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of people that kind of like to use specific uh, leader lines. Uh, fluoro mainly is what a lot of people use. There's some trout fishing lines out there that a lot of people like to use because a little bit stiffer uh, when it comes to fluorocarbon and, and things. But I've never had an issue using Sunline or Suffix or Seaguar, yeah. like whatever your your brand of line is that you like and trust in, you can find it in that six pound, seven pound, eight pound line, and you're not gonna it's not gonna hurt anything. So going with a so going with a, a leader, kind of what's your knot of choice for that? And I I'm pretty simple. I use a uni knot. I know a lot of people like FG knots. And well, that FG is just tough, man. It is. It is on the tough. water. It is for me, anyways. It's it is on the water. It's tough, and it's 
I get frustrated and I'd rather be fishing. So I don't mess with it. Um, <laughs> I, I mainly stick with the, with the uni knot, uni knot and, and I've never had any issues with that. You know, yeah. um, when I have, it's always been the line. It's not the knot, you know, mm-hmm. and again, with your dragon stuff set, right. You're not, you shouldn't have any issues with that. You know, how, uh, how long a leader are you talking? Most of the time. Yeah, so usually uh, eight to twelve foot. Okay. I know what I'm doing is about all I'm all I'm looking at. Sometimes yeah. I use a high vis, uh, okay. pink, bright chartreuse braided line, with a with a fluorocarbon leader, and, and watch the line like on a three inch cinco. Mm. I watch the tip of that line just like fly fishing. I watch yeah. it jump, and not, you know, don't even feel anything. Just watch the line jump, and reel down into them or something. You know, yeah. uh, that's always a fun way to do it, and. You can do straight four carbon too. I mean, most of these reels are eight pound, 50 yards as max are going to hold. So it's not like you're putting a lot of that expensive line on one of these reels, you know, at any given time. Right. So, and I'll do that often. And if I know I'm doing top water, I'll do monofilament a lot of times yeah. too. Yeah. I tell you the last few years, man, I've, I've, I've been doing a lot of monofilament, um, starting to play with it with crankbaits things like that uh definitely my top water buzz baits things like that is, is is great i think and the price point is just so great on monofilament you can get a really nice really good monofilament for a really good price mm-hmm. so I, I would encourage people to start looking at you know a little bit at monofilament uh fluorocarbon definitely has its uh has its advantages but man it is tough to beat that price tag in mono Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fluorocarbon, obviously visibility is what mm-hmm. they about. That's the one big key thing, and then it sinks, right? So that's the other thing behind fluorocarbon. It sinks faster than monofilament. But I think I, for me personally, outside of those two things, uh, I, I always chuckle a little bit when I look at like uh, fluorocarbon cranking line, and the first thing you see about it is it's got some stretch to it, <laughs> yeah. which is different, you know. Than the standard four four carbon, say yeah. two or three years ago, that no stretch, right? Yeah. So for me, if if I'm looking for some stretch, you know, where where's the copolymer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hear you. I hear you. I'm the exact same way. I love that stuff. That copolymer stuff is is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, so, and I do that quite a bit with BFS too. I, you know, yeah. yeah, especially if I'm doing top water or something like that. Um, I, I'll put copolymer on there. Or if I'm just know I'm gonna be trying a bunch of different things throughout the day, mm-hmm. use this water because uh, it very well could be top water, you know, late spring, summer, fall, right? For sure. An example I always think about for me was um, out at Duggar. We had our Indiana kayak angler event, mm-hmm. and uh, I had fished one of the lakes and did pretty good there. And only had I had two fish and had like a couple hours left in the day, and I switched lakes and. I got over to another lake and was throwing a drop shot and some other stuff and never got bit. I came around a bend and was looking in this pocket and there was those damsel flies yeah. flying around and I'd see one land on the water. And as soon as it landed on the water, it disappeared. So the first thing I thought was well, a bluegill or what is it? Mm-hmm. So I grabbed a BFS rod and, and uh, like a little cicada bug imitation. One of, one of my little favorite little crawler walking baits. Cicada thing. Yeah. And I cast out there, and as soon as it hit the water, it disappeared. I had three, four, and five, and ten casts. <laughs> wow. 
it was just looking at the fact, you know, looking at conditions, looking at the damselflies and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and then those the damselflies moved on to a different part of the lake, and that bite over twenty foot of water, it was gone. But yeah. I was able to do that, you know. Yeah, that that's re- that would be really tough. You know, I'm trying to think of even a bait that could even mimic that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with with uh, a stouter rod and reel, and there's really not. I mean, that's that's super finesse. Like that's that's real, real finesse. And yeah, that's you know that particular base. It's got some super small uh, little trebles on the on the back of it and stuff too. And it's they're so small. Those fish come up there, and it's not like you know exploding on it like a frog or something yeah. like that. They come up there and just suck it down. And as soon as they touch the hook, they're they're stuck. You know. Yeah. With that. With that fast action rod and stuff like that, that's it. You know, you just start reeling. And yeah, I think I ended up with, with a couple 14s and like a 15 and a half. And you know, fell out my limit with that day or something. So I, I don't know that I would have done that without having a fish rod with me. Yeah. 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 That, that's, that's great. Yeah. The, well, I guess do you, do you lose many fish with this, with this technique or is it just like every other technique just kind of depends? It's on all about rod and, yeah. and it's all about rod and, um, and drag, you know, when you, when you get into lesser expensive reels in general, you might not have a, as good of a drag, right? Mm. So, you know, and then with rod, it's all about the rod. You can definitely get too stiff with BFS and every little small hook, things like that. You can pull it right out. Um, or you can get a real, real, real ultralight, soft action kind of whippy rod, mm-hmm. miss fish because um, you just don't get that hook set the way it needs to be. A lot of times they just kind of pull off, right? So, you know, the YBFS rod, it, it really has met that kind of all purpose bass fishing technique rod for me. Um, and that's the only one I use. You know, I've had other ones. Again, like I said, the Cashins are a good rod, but. For me, the YBFS, yeah, it, it's got everything. It's got the right tip to give a little bit. It's got the right backbone to to skip the hook set if you need to. If you're fishing with a a small jig or something like that, like you can still get your hook sets and everything too. And in those situations where you really don't have to set the hook and you're just reeling down, like it's got it. It meets all, all that criteria for me. So yeah, so you can kind of in a. It sounds like you need kind of an all-around, you know, when, when we're talking about, uh, you know, other baits, there's a lot of technique-specific things. Like you need a worm rod and you need a topwater rod and you need this and that. It sounds like this yak rod for you, this BFS kind of, it, it, it's the rod for everything from mm-hmm. your baits to your topwater. Is that right? Right, right. Yeah, when it gets into the smaller stuff, um, mm-hmm. like an 80-millimeter or smaller jerk bait treble hooks you know those things that are kind of those size yeah it, it really it's a really good all-purpose rod for those reasons you know uh, and again it's got a backbone and stuff that you need um like this you know this is a little you know a lot of people like for me this is bfs material this is a, a 3 16th ounce little jig green pumpkin you know i it's got the backbone that I need with a trailer and stuff on there, whatever I decide to use. Like I can get that out there and for that fish, pick it up and thump it and just boom. If I need to actually set the hook and drive it, it will yeah. do it. It sure will. Yeah. So you can, you can drive that hook in with, with, you know, uh, that, that example you had there of a jig, but you can also throw that smaller, 
uh, mm-hmm. top water bait that you were showing earlier too. We can all with the same rod. Yeah. So again, you know, when we start talking about lures, there's little rattle traps, right? You got little rattle traps. I uh, showed you the jerk baits. Um, right there is like a Shimano, Ooh. thirty-nine size little square bill. Yeah. Nice thing with with BFS getting more popular is the the lures, the products are higher quality. So like on this particular one, it's got a thicker bill on it, so mm-hmm. you ain't got to worry about beating the rocks and it breaking on you. You know, it'll deflect just like anything else. So like, you know, so you can get into the square bills, um, some more top water. Like there's an eighty size dog x from mega bass you know you can get out there and walk just like you would a bigger one walk yeah. it, you come up and slurp it down um little swim baits i know everybody likes swim baits like right here's the spro uh bb1 yeah you know yeah i put that on there with that little treble hook and yeah eight pound line and just slow reel it twitch a little bit let it sink twitch it and boom i mean it's i cast that thing a mile you know um, yeah, the, the rebel stuff, all of the, the new rebel stuff. Um, yeah, here's one of my favorites when it comes to okay, Rapala ultralight series. Yeah, that gets down six to eight foot, looks like a DT series crankbait. Yeah, yeah, and, and in the end, that's really what it is, but it, you got it in that size. And I and I've caught lots of 18, 19, 19 and a half inch largemouth on that color you know fishing docks and stuff um particularly in the in the spring when the water is muddy and uh you know there's bait fish and crappie and all that kind of stuff kind of holding up on their docks that little bitty lure something about it you know you can cast through there and you can feel it hitting crappie or something like that and it it'll get that big largemouth that sits in the middle of all that to respond to it for whatever reason you know um so there's a lot of options when it comes to that. And then, you know, some of my sneaky stuff, as I call it, because uh, I do fly fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like fly fishing quite a bit. So, you know, the, the local fly shop, I'm always in there buying stuff, but it's not always for fly mm-hmm. rods. Um, and so, you know, I'll take stuff like on the rivers, especially for smallies. These articulated flies yeah. that they sell in the shop. And then it's got the single hooks and stuff in the back of them like this here. I'll take and put a uh, like a little split shot about 10 inches up in front of it and dip it in the water and get it wet. And the next thing you know, you're taking a BFS rod and you're casting it. Oh, that's awesome. 30, 45 yards. Yeah. Like fly rod, you know, you can one, two, three. Yeah. Fly baits, you know, they want to kill and they'll die and they got a unique way of falling, right? That's yeah. Say other baits. So you can kill it. Like a game changer, you can kill it and just watch it until it disappears. And as soon as it disappears, you can pull right into it and catch them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've never even thought about that. Some of those, you know, mm-hmm. some of those flies are getting crazy these days, and you know, uh, around here, yeah. especially. Right. So you know, right there's a, a jigging fly, right? When yeah. you go to a fly shop, you can see those yep. the way that is, you know. And they got, I mean, it's got a pretty stout hook mm-hmm. stuff on it you know with the bfs rod i can cast that thing out there and the way it's designed i can pop it off bottom let it fall pop it let it fall and get that hook set the way i want it with something like that with no problem 
Yeah, I know a lot of anglers around here really struggle, you know, in the in the summertime when the river gets super, super clear and it seems like those fly fishermen uh, you know, kind of take over and yeah. things like that. And yeah. Little little it's game changer type style yeah. baits. So that's that's my little stinky stuff. When that water gets low and it's beginning of August or something like that, and you want yeah. real subtle on the river or a small stream or something like that, that's you know, I'll pick up the BFS and and do some real sneaky stuff with it. Even even the old Google bug, I can cast that thing 45 yards. <laughs> yeah, wow. And those things are super light. And there's right, right. So, and again, that's you know, that's mono, uh, oh. six, eight, six, eight pound line with the drag set right and just cast away. And you're gonna catch the bluegill, you're gonna catch small ones, but I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to Hunt Stands Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more. You never know. You just yeah. never know, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, honestly, man, talking to you here, uh, you got my my mind going all over the place and, and thinking uh, maybe I should give this a try uh, and kind of feel it out a little bit because, man, it sounds right up my alley being able to, to be versatile with it, topwater baits, uh, you know, some of those fly things you, you were talking about and, um, you know, when I think about it, one of the, the, the things that I don't like about a spinning reel too, is that, you know, you can't get a higher gear ratio, uh, spinning reel where this is, this will allow you to get that, that mm-hmm. a little bit quicker gear ratio too. Yeah. The, like the Corrado BFS is 8.2. That's flying. <laughs> that's especially, that's flying, right? Especially with that spool on it. Mm-hmm. Especially with that spool and stuff on there. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think about what 8.6 on that Daiwa Air BFS reel, 8.6. So, I mean, that's moving, right? That's a fast. Yeah. And uh, like Kestrel's, um, their Kestrel Elite reel that's out there, it's 8.2, you know? It's pretty, and that's a slick reel, you know, out there real lightweight it's like 4.8 ounces or something like that it's super super light <laughs> yeah pair, pair that with that yak rod that, that you've got i mean that's nothing you know? right right so it's a it's all about fun you know when when for me it really is about fun it's, it's kind of it's changed up a lot a lot of my days on the water um when i just want to go fishing even in tournaments and stuff when i just want to catch fish and and uh since you can catch everything i like I'm just trying to think. We were when we did the uh, the turkey bowl. I caught a 19 and a half inch walleye on the wow. BFS rod out there. You know, yeah, like three casts into the day, and that was a lot of fun on a, on a little like the, the yeah. little inky looking Rapala, You know, and I was like, man, this is awesome. You know, and then it caught some crappie there as well, and then and a bass. You know, and stuff too. So it, it just uh, it kind of it opens the door up to, to 
branch into a new area of bass fishing, fishing in general, with a bait casting rod and reel. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just, today, like at Bass Pro, I just kind of you go through the bass section of products, and then I get down here towards the end, and I'm like, all right. Usually, I'm turning around, but it's like. Oh, all this crappie stuff is BFS kind of. <laughs> you just kind of keep going into the yeah into the wallets, you know, so to yeah. speak, of things that's available to, to use and try from again from the micro chatter baits to small spinner baits. Like I, I use the Strike King uh mini spinner yeah. baits, a little white with the diamond blades. Yeah. A lot of people don't throw them anymore, but I, I know as a kid, like for me. I caught a lot of fish burning them over grass that size, and I yeah. catch a lot of fish like that now. You yeah. don't have the BFS, you know, um, and not having to worry about line twist and all that kind of stuff it comes with a with a spinning rod. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I think about like I love throwing buzz baits, so like the smaller buzz baits, you know, the even the small uh, tri wings, the really small ones, by striking. I mean, we used to throw those things all the time, and uh, you know, growing up where I did. Uh, I mean, we were super finesse anyways. We were throwing like 16th ounce uh, sinkers with a uh, uh, Texas rig. Uh, and, man, I would have loved to have this equipment back then. I would have been so much easier than than uh, trying to learn it on, on a bait caster and with, you know, 12, 14-pound test. So. Yeah, so I, I've used it quite a few different ways. And, and, you know, we talked a lot about bass fishing, but – our, our local stream, you know, they stock some trout and stuff in there. I, I love to go over there with, you know, a, a little Lucky Craft 50 size jerk bait and just cast out there and catch those trout, you know. And then even even this time of year, every once in a while, a, good, a nice little smallie shows up in the middle of that. Yeah. In the bank, right? Um, I've, I've made some trips down to the Smokies, the Gatlinburg area and stuff, and I take my BFS rod. For some of the trout fishing and stuff on the streams there because because you can use it for that just as easy as going bass fishing so it, you know it really opens that up to be versatile you know instead of having just a, a jig rod or mm-hmm. deep crank rod you can't that's what it's made for but that that ybfs and it really opens the door up to do some other things as well when you invest in something like that yeah no that's great that's awesome yeah multi-species like just it, it sounds like the possibilities are just endless with this technique. And, you know, it's interesting now because big baits are kind of the craze and this, this is going the exact opposite. This is the exact of opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, which I kind of like, man, it, it, you know, it, it's kind of the yin and the yang. Uh, right. Right. There's, and there's a lot of companies coming out with stuff. I, I'm especially this year, this year, you can tell a lot of companies have really focused on, BFS, I, I just saw Demiki come out with a 40 size crankbait that's labeled BFS. You know, so that's an example of things that's really coming out there. Um, it's it's a broad range of things, you know, with BFS. The the one good thing about all that is really real good thing is you can get a lot of stuff and fit it into a small box <laughs> and it doesn't look like you have a wall full of plastic yeah. it's it's all you know a 3700 holds a lot of stuff oh that's awesome too which is usually what i have and i have pretty much covered 
from one side to the other, I have all my baits covered from a range of things, whether that's bottom to top water. Like it's all in the 3700. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, as a kayak fisherman, that's like, that's kind of our ultimate goal is to, to be able to, to have something that, that we can fish multiple ways. We can fish multiple baits on mm-hmm. and have one rod that does it or one box that does it. So that's, that's just awesome. Yep. And, and I've had those days where small is, is everything. Yeah. Small, right? You know, traditional finesse, I'm talking small, you know, small is, makes up everything, even on the larger fish. Like it's just what they're looking at and what they're eating. Um, and we've had some of the bigger national trails have been caught on some small baits mm-hmm. you know, in the last couple of years. There's been some small baits out there that uh, like that gizmo, that's a little yeah. top water, kind of mayfly looking, damselfly looking, look, spider looking, whatever, right? It's, you know, it's won some money for a lot of people. And yeah. BFS is a great way to throw it. Yeah. I mean, Aiden Darlington kicked our ass plenty of times with the Ned rig, you know, so mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, yep. it's, it's, uh, it's definitely something that, that gets bites, gets good bites. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really interesting technique to me, and I think it just opens up a, a whole lot of options for somebody, uh, whether it be on the bank and a kayak and a boat, uh, or or just going weight fishing and just having fun with it. Also, I see great uh, way to, to teach kids or, or people that, that don't fish. Uh, mm-hmm. It's all about getting those bites, and it sounds like this 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 technique gets those bites. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh... Jokingly, but not, but really not so much. Like, like my daughter, I got a feeling she's going to be casting a bait casting reel before anything else, and that's because of BFS <laughs> uh, and being able to have a yeah five, five and a half foot rod and a, and a four point eight ounce reel on it, yeah. you know, and it casts it very easy, not hardly any effort. Like I can see that being the first thing she learns before, say, a spinning reel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, w- with the with the technology of the braking systems, all of that stuff anymore. Uh, yeah, it, you know, uh, I, I talk with people all the time about using bait casters, and you know, there's still some of those people out there that just just won't go to a bait caster. Uh, but man, I could see like this technique being a great introduction to somebody mm-hmm. to also teach them how to use a bait caster. Uh, and the importance of loading up the rod with your cast, good, good, proper uh, uh, technique with it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would say the one area where people struggle with a BFS reel, uh, and I and I heard you just say it, like on traditional bait casting reel rod, you want to fill that load. But for BFS, it's different in the sense that because the spool is larger. And the line comes off of it faster. You need less. You need more of a, a ten to twelve range is all you need when you come back forward with it because okay. of that spool being larger arbor huh. line to roll off of it. If you do a full load, say like back to like a, a three o'clock, you know, a full yep. nice good load. When you come forward, if you have it set you know, real specific down to the size you're using, a lot of times you're going to get a lot of some overspool because of it. So it's really nice because you got limited motion is all you need to get the casting distance. It's it's literally just 
It's like a, you know, it's a very. Yeah. It's almost like a flick of the wrist, huh? Flick of the wrist. Wow. Right. So a lot of people kind of will struggle because they're used to that, you know, kind of yeah. the whole motion of that. But yeah, with, with right setup and real and stuff, it's literally just, it's so easy. And it's got a lot to, and just like a, a fly, fly reels like that. You can get large arbor fly reels, you know, that will shoot line out there a lot further and a lot faster for you. And it's kind of the same way with a BFS reel. It's got a large arbor in it. It doesn't take as much movement to get that line spooling off of it when you're coming back for it. It just, it's real simple. It's like, that's so you it. like really tight spots too. You don't need a, you know, a ton of, ton of room to even do this, huh? No. So if you're walking the bank or you're underneath some trees in the kayak trying to hit a spot, I mean, it's literally just, yeah, <laughs> it's a very simple cast and that's down to the smallest of lures. It doesn't, you know, even at, at a quarter ounce, you're actually, it's kind of opposite. When you start getting up heavier, the reel loads up faster, right? So the line's going to spool off faster. You might get some overspin, so you want to make sure you're So BFS reels actually do better getting down in that 1 16th range. Like that's kind of, especially for like a Corrado reel, mm -hmm. it's it's a sweet spot right in here. That 1 16th ounce, it's just, it's so easy. Yeah. Well, we're, we're kind of rolling up on an hour here, so I think we'll kind of wrap things up here. Um, is there anybody you want to thank or, or any sponsors or anybody that you would like to, to kind of shout out? Sure, uh, definitely. So Yak Rods, definitely shout out to Yak Rods and, and uh, working with them for the BFS rod and, and developing that rod. I, my opinion on that rod, it's, it's one of the best on the market. And, and you're going to have a hard time finding one better than that rod at that price range or, you know, or more expensive. Uh, they make a really good product. So I got to give a big shout out to them and, and what they're doing and um, really working with, with the anglers on developing the rods for the application, you know, so most definitely yak rods. Awesome. Awesome. Um, any any kind of final words here that you can think of or, or, or uh, where people can follow you or anything like that? Yeah, so my uh, Facebook, Instagram page is Philosophical Angler. Uh, I post a lot of content on there, a broad range of bass fishing application stuff from BFS all the way up to some bigger swim baits and stuff like that too. So check me out. Give me a like. Give me a follow if, you, if you'd want to. And... Um, I'm also an administrator this year for Southern Indiana Kayak Club. So, you know, we got some of our, our events and stuff going on this year across the south southern part of the state, too. And um, we got some pretty cool things that you can check out over there if you like. Awesome. Well, Justin, I really appreciate your time. Uh, and we'll uh, uh, thank you for, for kind of opening my eyes to this technique. I know I, uh, I have a lot of Google searching to do and a lot of YouTubing to do. Uh, to, to kind of dig into this. So I appreciate your time. Um, yeah, I fully opened the door. If you follow me and, and everything, you got any questions about BFS, um, whatever your budget is, I can definitely kind of point you in a direction for rod reel, you know, from $50 combo to whatever you want to pay. Yep. Yeah. And I've known Justin for, for an, a number of years and uh, he's always uh, been a, a straight shooter and, yeah, I would encourage you to, to give him a follow. I know I always enjoy reading his post uh, and, and his content, uh, both on Instagram and Facebook. 
Um, and one thing I'll remind everybody of too, the Paddle and Fin Tournament on Dale Hollow Lake, legendary Dale Hollow Lake is April 27th and 28th at Eastport Marine. I'm actually going to make it down there this year. I've been saying that I'm going to make it down, been saying, and this year's the year for me. So come on down April 27th and 28th. April 27th and April 28th. All right. Yeah, look at it <laughs> on your calendar. <laughs> With that, we'll close up the show here. Uh, again, thank you, Justin. I uh, really appreciate your time. Uh, Sean, buddy, keep at it. Uh, keep doing your thing and, and keep uh, keep helping your family out and doing what you're doing. And, and we'll keep on doing this on our end. So with that, uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. All right. Join Captain Justin Leake and Meredith McCord for the best fishing action along Panama City Beach. Tune in to Chasing the Sun every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app.